Brandon, what is both cold and open? Our beers. Our beers and this podcast. That's right. Welcome back to the Jen and Thomas podcast. New year, new me, new podcast, new special guest, Brandon Churchill. How you doing? New year, new me. New new year, new you, new year, new me, new me, new you. New podcast? Not new podcast. Same podcast. New podcast, Sip of Brandy. Special guest, Thomas. No. <laughs> Not ready for that. Anyway, Brandon, new year, new me, new drink, which is why we are drinking... The Champagne of Beers. Champagne of Beers, also known as... Miller High Life. And Miller High Life... I didn't know that this was a thing. Like, I had heard of Miller High Life. Right. But I didn't know that... And you've um, heard of Miller Light. Yeah, I've heard of Miller Light, and um, I I don't know. I, what happened to regular Miller, I guess? Yeah, so I think it was discontinued, and then Miller High Life took that spot. So there's Miller Light, and there's Miller High Life. And then, I guess that's it. I've only ever seen those. Which also, Miller... Oh wait, back up. We we already got off track. I've heard of Miller Lite, but I didn't. I've never heard of this champagne of beers thing mm-hmm. ever in my life. Yeah. Why? So Miller High Life, and this is just secondhand knowledge here from podcasts I've heard. Uh, Miller High Life has. I am the only podcast in your life. First of all, I don't remember talking about this, but okay. Miller High Life has tiny, tinier bubbles in it, so it's like a little more carbonated, I think, which is why it's more of like a champagne-y kind of beer. Does that make sense? Can you taste the tiny bubbles, Thomas? I do taste the tiny bubbles, but you had also mentioned to me that when it came out, it came out in glass bottles, yes. which was not the... common in 1903. Well, it came out in a big glass bottle. That was the shape and size of a champagne bottle. And they do still sell those limitedly on occasion. Why don't we have one in the studio, Brandon? They're $100, Thomas. This is not a big budget production. Brandon, I don't know if I've ever seen $100 in my life. Also, I want to say, so you had us pour into these frosty mugs. Correct. Some tall boy frosty mugs. Good for all tar. Ugh. Good for our tall boy drinks. You did get us cans. Of uh, it was either that or like a 30 pack of glass bottles. I mean, we could have made our way through those. Not that we necessarily wanted to, but this is this is not a bad beer. This is not a bad beer. I'm really enjoying it. But what I wanted to say, we'll get back to what you're saying, Brent, but I, I have to say this before it's gone. You warned me that this would freeze my beer, this yeah. frosty mug. Mm-hmm. And it has frozen my beer and my beer foam to make this cute little iceberg floating around in my glass. Yeah, you basically you have like you have like beer icicles on the inside of your glass. I really really like it, and because it's such a tall mug that you have, it's like more cold surface area to be in contact with the beer. Correct. But yeah, no, sorry. As you were saying, yeah, I could have gotten that thirty pack, and we would have taken care of those. These, this is a good beer. Well, if you go and watch the best heavy beer episode on my YouTube channel, you'll uh, you'll see that we obviously we didn't rate it the best. You know our favorite, but it did rate very high on the list. It was uh, and for good reason. Yeah, it's it's a good beer, honestly. Like, don't sleep on the Miller High Life. And and here's the thing: New Year, new podcast. This point forward, we're doing it right. What are we doing differently? We're just we're just going to do things right every time. Oh, okay. Because before, when we first started, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be all good. I'm going to read off the things about the bottle, let you know a little bit about it. I did that twice and then completely forgot every other episode. I mean, this is free-flowing. This is go, you know, do but, what we got to do. But, you know, I, wanna, I want the listeners at home to know about the beer. So sure. I'm just going to read a little bit off here. So a lot of people get a little snooty. About their beer ingredients. I do like rice. I don't like rice. Get the barley out of here. So no let's sugar. take a look at what's in the Miller High Life. Water, we know that. Barley malt, corn syrup, gross, yeast, mm. and hop extract. So there's mm. not a lot going on here. It's right. a very simple beer. Mm. 
And I think that's what's good about it because in the age of like these IPAs and craft beers is sometimes it's like you had something good, but like why, why'd you throw this other shit in it? It's a good, just a good beer. I can't even find the percentage on here. Yeah, you're probably going to have to look it up. It's kind of usually kind of hard to find on these cans. Um, oh, brewed in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, by the way. Ah, get it out of here. My rival Midwest. Wait, do we have a rival Midwest city? A rival Midwest city. Like, do, do we city. hate a different city? Chicago, usually. Okay. But you like you Chicago. Know, well, you know, I can't hate Chicago. And my brother-in-law uh, did a lot in Chicago, so I can't hate Chicago. Like, I'm from Phoenix, so I hate Tucson. Well, I'm from Scottsdale, but, you know. Well, think of it like sports teams. Like, Cardinals hate the Cubs, and Blues hate the Blackhawks. I feel like, can we just hate Wisconsin? I don't like, I, I feel like I'm a, I should hate Milwaukee. Why? Well, they beat the Suns in the finals a couple of years ago. I don't care. I do, but also, like, I, I need a rivalry in my life, but there's... T- why do we need to... Why don't we just come together with peace, love, and happiness? Why do we have to have a rival? It's not that kind of show, Brandon. How about it's just St. Louis versus the world? There you, there we go. <laughs> you heard it. You heard it here first, everybody. St. Louis versus the world. If you're not with us, you're against us. Well, we're currently killing ourselves, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeesh. But anyway, anyway bro, solid oh, beer. Solid beer. No, I'm really pleasantly surprised, and I just like the can. Uh, speaking of the can, you got us a six-pack of 16-ounce cans. <laughs> hey, buddy, we're here to party. Which it's was, it's was, New Year's uh, Eve. Yeah, I we're wasn't sure partying. that was a thing, but that's pretty sick. But let me tell you about their tall boy that they have, because that's what we used in the episode. Is this not a tall boy? Is this a regular height boy? Well, this is the champagne of beers, correct? Is that... Is is a sixteen ounce, like is calling the sixteen ounce a tall boy, like when someone that's five foot eight tries to say they're five ten? I'm looking at you, Kyler Murray. Well, these are still, I believe, technically tall boys. It's no, larger. No, 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 no. The twenty four ounce than average. The twenty four ounce are tall boys. That's that's what a tall boy is. Is, is the twenty four ounce? These come in a thirty two ounce can. As a tall boy, the big gulp of beers, if you will. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen anything that big in a can besides like tomatoes. Slide over to that YouTube channel, homie. <laughs> I'll be sure to take a look, yeah, and it's... I can I can link it um, in this pod. I can have it be at the at the end of this podcast. Well, I'll link the video. There you go. But anyway, Brandon. Oh shoot! I have my little journal. What we got going? But anyway, Brandon. I have a question to get us started off with, and hey, I brought man. it for good reason. I don't know if you heard, but it's no. New Year's. Really? Mm-hmm. And so, just in general, and this is kind of something I've heard, but it, like I've heard people say, like, no one wants to hear your travel stories, and no one wants to hear your drinking stories, right? Sure. And so... So I have no stories, is what you're saying. Well, yeah, no. <laughs> but I have a question. From Natalie in Baldwin, Missouri. Okay. And she said, what is your drunk story? Right? And I think this is a good way to kind of get it out of the way because – and I'll lead off so you kind of know where I'm going with this. Please. But it's like, you know, I'm just getting this out of the way. And if years from now someone says, oh, what's your crazy drunk story? Listen back to episode seven or whatever this is or six, right? But um, but so my drunk story is a New Year's story. Oh, Jesus. So that's why I'm bringing this today. Oh, Jesus. So I think it was back in 2020, the, the new year going into 2020. Uh, this used to be my move, and I should bring it back because it works really well. But you know how I have that Polaroid camera? Yes. Like I brought it to Friendsgiving. I used to just uh, go out with that already around my neck. And then people would be like, oh, my God, is that a Polaroid? I'd be like, yeah, what about it? And they're like, how much for a picture? And I could be like, either $5 or you buy me a drink. Mm-hmm. Because that way, each pack is eight. And I think... Don't give it away. Well, yeah, no, and, and it's expensive. So if I get three pictures, yeah, 
like for five dollars each that buys a new pack of film oh that's fair then so i could like if i like sold like a whole pack i would get two packs i would get two packs worth of money back oh that's fair i'd say that's fair i think anybody would say that's fair yeah and then but if you're buying me drinks all night i'm getting wasted hell yeah and so i was out at patty's in old town scottsdale and people don't really carry cash especially when they just have a bar tab and they're like, Oh, I'll just like, and what do you want to drink? And I just say like, I'll have what you're having. And so most of these people are having these crazy boozy drinks. Like, you know, like it'll be like a rum and Coke one girl. And then another girl has this. And then a dude is like, I'm just doing tequila shots. Come up here, bro. This sounds like a horrible idea. Hence your story. Hence it's my drunk story. And I somehow I have a balloon tied on my wrist at some point. <laughs> but it's so sim- Like you're a child lost in a crowd? Well, yeah, exactly. And so so I had this balloon tied around my wrist, and I couldn't really figure out why. And then it's actually funny because this story led to me meeting some of my like really good friends. Oh, once an appropriate amount of, t- of time has passed, I have a story about one of these friends, dude. All right. I'll, t- I'll tell you off air, and I'll tell it again like down the line, but I can't tell it so soon. Got it. And so uh, uh, we were going around, and I was taking pictures of everyone. And then I run into someone. They're like, oh, hey, whatever. Like, you know, I'm, I, I take a picture with them. And then we just kind of start chatting. And we end up hanging out for the night while I'm still, like, taking pictures and getting drinks. And then they're like, oh, so uh, what, what's this balloon tied around your wrist for? And I go, uh, I think it's so my friends can find me. And then they're like, oh, who are your friends? I'm like, oh, I came here alone. Oops. Yeah. And I am telling you, dude, like. I cannot tell you how much I had to drink that night. And don't worry, it gets gross. Not gross, but like it gets drunkier as it goes on. Of course. And so, oh my gosh. So I'm like, oh yeah, you know, it's for my friends to find me. And they're like, where are your friends? Oh, I came here alone. And like, I take their picture with, they they still have this picture on their fridge today. But I just like hang out with them all night. And I'm doing that, like staying there, like one eye, kind of like half closed. I'm just swaying back and forth. Uh, There's one girl. And then there's like another, I'll, I'll just name, they're going to listen. So there's Emily. I've heard of Emily. Yeah. You've heard of Emily. So Emily's there and Nicole is there. And I wasn't really like trying to flirt with either of them. I'm just hanging out and having a good time. And then Nicole's boyfriend shows up and I didn't know she had a boyfriend. I thought there was just some dude that decided to like walk up <laughs> and I wasn't trying to like go home with either of them. But this other dude rolls up, and I think I need to be, like, macho, like he's on my territory. But I'm, like, swaying drunk. And oh, I'm like, Jesus. What, the, uh, what are you doing, you know? And so then the bar we were at, um, they do free champagne on New Year's. So I go up, and I get a champagne. I Miller High one. Life? Yeah. No, no. It was real <laughs> champagne, but in, like, the smallest little glass you've ever seen. Of course. And so I got four for, like, the me, the two girls, and then I got one for the guy. Because I kind of couldn't tell what was going on. Right. And so I got one for all of us, and I drank it, and I was like, all right, guys, I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. And I left, and I worked um, for Parks and Recreation. Sure. And I had, and the bar was right next to the park I worked at. And so I had the keys to, like, everything. Oh, Jesus. And so what I did was I stumbled my drunk ass through the park, unlocked the bathrooms in the park, went in, threw up in the toilet in the pu- in the park like a disc i just threw up all the drinks i had had over the past few hours like i had because you know sometimes when you drink too much it just sits in your gut like a boot yeah i just threw up all of that and it was so gr- oh god it was so gross because it's like rum and coke tequila shots tequila sunrise beer manhattans everything oh my god it was so gross and i'm like laying on the floor of this public park bathroom and it was like the family bathroom you know but i'm just like oh my god and i kept throwing up and then and then once i threw up and i felt better i went back to the bar i still have this balloon on my wrist by the way (laughs) and so i still i walk back to the bar because you know a puke and rally right and i didn't i didn't pay for a single drink all night and so I go back to the bar, and Emily comes up, and she's like, Tom, I thought you left. And I'm like, yeah, I came back, you know, whatever. And I was like, how would you find me? She's like, the balloon on your wrist. I'm like, I guess it is so my friends can find me, oh you know? I just – and that's why I'm learning about, like, the theory of relativity, you know, because 
that balloon was there for my friends to find me. I just got it at the wrong point in time. I got it too early. <laughs> and then that led to me getting like some amazing friends. So now it's Emily, Nicole, and her boyfriend, Drew. And like we're like this big crew now. Mm-hmm. Well, not anymore since I moved. But like I hang out with them. All, I used to hang out with them all the time. We used to go to trivia. We went to trivia like every week for a while. And they lived nearby. It was just always a party. But isn't isn't that so funny, man? Isn't that gross to just throw up in a disgusting park bathroom? Uh, yeah. And I think that's how a lot of these stories are going to go, is you're expecting more events to happen in these stories. But I'm telling you, like, I was. Those are the was, spotty times. Bro, getting like free drinks for eight. Oh, my God. That's when someone tried to have a threesome with me. But it was like the gross older couple from across the bar were like, we really like your vibe. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about that. I still have the Polaroid picture, too. If I find it. Oh, no, it's back in Arizona. Shit. Oh, my God. How is that not part of the story, Thomas? Because it's so early on. It's when I first got to the bar. It was like the dude in the cowboy hat, the unbuttoned shirt, and then his, like, I don't know. How old are these people? At least twice my age. So at least in their 40s, early 50s, maybe. Well, she she was older. He could have been, like, late 30s, early 40s, and then she was older. Uh, Older, not older. She looked kind of like... She spent too much time in the sun. Yep. So I'm hanging out with them. They're buying me drinks. And then the guy kind of like turns away, but he's still there. And he's like talking to the bartender. She's over here like whispering. She's like, yeah, you want to fuck? And I'm like, uh, uh, you know, I might be meeting some here people here later. You oh, know what? Geez, but also this is before I like, wait, how old was I two years ago? So I was only 25. So like, I don't know. I don't know how to handle an older woman talking to me. You had Whether sprung? I'm attracted to her or not. Spring hasn't sprung? Yeah. But she was like, yeah, you want to fuck? And I was like, um, well, you know, because th- they've had a lot more to drink than me. And so she starts, like, rubbing my chest and, like, kissing me on the cheek. And then the guy turns around and looks at me, and he's like, yeah. Oh, that dude's a cuck. Yeah, and I was just like, well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not too sure about that one. And then they're like, all right, well, we're going to go to this bar. You meet us there. And I'm like, you got it. I'll be right there. I'll be there at 10 that p.m. Is, that is exactly why I stayed at Patty's all night because no I was shit. scared of them. Oh, my gosh. I don't even – I. Ugh. No, thank you. If I find the picture, I will, like, I'll blur out their faces, but I'll post the picture to show that it's real next time I go to Phoenix. There you go. Ugh. <laughs> on the pod, now, on now, the podcast Instagram, yeah, on the Jen and Thomas Pod on Instagram. But that is, <laughs> oh, I'm remembering why I shut that out. <laughs> Stop shivering. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally shivering over here. But anyway, Brent, if you have a favorite drunk story, if you have a New Year's drunk story, oh, dude, there's so many. Like, how did you pick one? Well, that's just because that's like my my one New Year's story. Oh. And also, it's like, oh, I got drunk at New Year's. No, it's like I got drunk, puked in a bathroom. There was a balloon. I almost cucked some guy. Right. What? what uh, that stands out, you know? Yeah, I mean, as far as like New Year's. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's every other fucking Tuesday I go out drinking now, but that's the only time it happened on New Year's. I got a pretty, you know... My New Year's aren't. I mean, yeah, they're fun or whatever, right, well but then, they're nothing like stands out necessarily. Well, then tell me a fun drunk story if you have one. If you don't, then this question was a waste. Well, sorry, Natalie from Baldwin. Some of these I gotta wait through the statutes of limitations. The appropriate expire. amount of time. Well, I mean, I guess people did already pay for those, so I think I'm technically okay to to say them right so oh that one's dicey though i don't know if i want to put that out there and and those of you who know the story i'll just say sign the sign that's all you that's how you'll know what the story is um just there's so let me just let me just tell you. Let me just tell you a summer. Okay. Let me well, tell you a drunken summer. I'll I tell had. you. You can tell me. Ooh, did you hear that? I, you you going to try it here? Let's see if we can get a good one on this one too. Oh, I, I got to make sure I'm, I'm lined up properly here. Oh fuck! <laughs> That's Brandon, a transitionary Brandon, noise right there. Brandon, I got to go home. I I need to change my pants. Yeah, exactly. So there was a summer. 
and this is one of those. So to preface, uh, I don't know if we've really gotten into it too much, but I wasn't necessarily with the in crowd, I guess, in high school. Like I was kind of a late bloomer, we'll say. Brandon, you didn't need to tell me. Everything Um, about you told me. Yeah, exactly. So this summer was after my freshman year of college. I came back. And so I had... Like came back to your hometown? Yes, for the summer, as one does. And I had started drinking, you know, as one does in college. You start drinking. And so... Well, you say that, Brandon, but I've never drank a day in my life. They don't call it sober and Thomas for nothing. <laughs> Why is that Miller High Life in your hand there, dog? I'm just holding it for a friend. Okay. So, this uh, drunken summer of escapades, a friend of mine had just gotten a, an apartment in town because he was going to be going to school there. So, we spent... Well, I spent every weekend there and a lot of weekdays there as well. I mean, other than like when I would get off work because I worked full-time job. Uh, many a night of drunken escapades. Um, he also lived across the street from the police station. So that adds an element of I th- fear. <laughs> I know a little bit about this. You told me You've told me about this apartment. Or living right across from the police station. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what what is there to say? Parties all the time. Um, there was a, a... Well, hold on, hold on. Let's clarify. Keep in mind, people, this is Brandon the late bloomer saying it was a party. So you fill, you fill in what the party was. Over 100 people? You know 100 people? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I was just Brandon there. was invited to the 100-person party. It wasn't his party. No, I didn't live at this place. That was not my... I didn't invite people over. Anyway, um, there was a guy going to dentistry school named Shaq Payne. Shaq? Like Shaquille Shaq? Shaq like Payne. S- That's his first name. He was going to be Dr. Payne. But was it like S-H-A-Q? I don't know. Oh. Never met the guy. Just party. Doctor Payne is fucking hilarious. And anybody from that that area knows Shaq Payne, they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, Shaq Payne!" Um, Someone's gonna be listening to this and be like, "Oh my god, my dentist was partying next to a police station." Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad you brought up parties because that remember that unlocked like a, a core memory. memory. I don't know about a core, but something that was that happened. There was a lot of like. Running around the town late at night drunk. I believe it. Um, Did anyone by chance happen upon any street signs? No. No? Never once at all? Not street signs. Nope. Oh, okay. Some other kind of sign. Perhaps a story for another day after the statute of limitations on stolen road work ahead signs. I have no idea what you're talking about. And I don't appreciate you insinuating anything. Sign the sign. I'm sorry. I must. Um, I must be thinking of someone else. But, um, but you, you you're talking about parties, and that makes me think of, or it reminds me of my mom. Spent a summer in Ohio. That's where she's from. She was visiting family, and my sister, who was of college age, early. I I was in high school and she's eight years older than me so I don't know mid 20s and she was like having all these parties over all the time not like crazy but just all of her like friends sure and I didn't I didn't drink at all because I didn't drink until I was like 20 like my, my first drink was like 20 I think same but so she like had all these people over and it was like a crazy party and I'm like 15 years old and so I thought I was so fucking cool. I'm like, yeah, there's going to be a party in my place tonight, but you're not invited. It was my sister's party. Right. With all of her friends. Right. And then they just like had me around because I had an iPod. Oh, it wasn't because you lived there? Well, it's because I lived there, but they were like, oh, Tom. Be to the DJ. Yeah. They're like, bring out that. And then I'm playing like the music that I thought was cool. And oh, then they're no. like, and they're like, ah. 
do you have this? I'm like, uh, no. Can you play Drunken Love? Yeah, no. And I was like, I was playing some whack ass shit, you know, like. I don't even remember. It's like it's like okay for like a high schooler to think it's cool, but like a bunch of drunk twenty five year olds are not gonna be like, bro, is this Cobra Starship? I don't know who that is. Have you ever heard the song Good Girls Go Bad? I make them good yeah. girls go yeah, yeah. bad. That's Cobra Starship. Oh. That was in their later years. Oh. I'm over here playing songs from Viva La Cobra. Yeah, see, those probably wouldn't have hit. They did not. But thankfully, I had some bops on there. Don't worry. But, you know, it's just stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. I remember. Oh, my gosh. Blast from the past, Brandon. I can't believe it. Yeah, so I don't have one singularity story that I can tell, mainly because... Singularity? Isn't that when, like, human and machine become one? I don't have one single story that I can tell that, uh, one, won't get me in trouble, and two... That I can I I can't think of at the moment. That'd be one of those. Um, please write in to remind yeah. Brandon of a story he should tell. I know, and that's what's so funny is so many times when I'm kind of sitting at home stewing, like, like when I listen back to these when I edit them, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, why didn't I say this? I have something perfect to go along with that, you know? Exactly. What are you trying to do in the new year, Thomas? What. A- you know what? I'm over here flipping through pages in my journal. I'm glad you brought that up. Got any new goals? I do have some goals. And this is what I'm doing. Or it's more of what I'm stopping doing. Right. What I'm no longer doing. I think the new year is a perfect time of year to reinvent yourself. To maybe not reinvent, but you know, make the improvements that you want to do. But there's so much pressure on New Year's resolution. People are like, I mean, they all fail within like the first few weeks, right? Of course. And I think that instead of doing New Year's resolutions, I'm doing what am I stop going to stop doing? And it's because I watched this video on the Daily Stoic YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, Ryan Holiday, uh, one of my new favorite authors. I've been reading a lot lately. That's I mean, if I'm going to have a resolution, it's to read more. But he's one of my favorite authors right now. And he kind of talked about like what should you stop doing and it's really interesting and it's like you know stop being controlled by your addictions and stop making excuses right and it's like right you know don't say oh i'm gonna go to the gym every day except i have the i don't have time just just stop making excuses be accountable if you're not going to go to the gym just say you're not going to the gym right and don't lie about it and don't lie to yourself yeah and be more accountable and i think that it's going to be more about quitting bad habits. It's going to be like, maybe I'm going to take the time to sit down and stop putting so much energy into the non-essential. Yeah. You know? And so that way I just have more energy to focus on the good things I'm already doing. That makes sense. Addition by subtraction. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like I'm like, I say like my new year's resolution is to read more, but really what I'm trying to do is just cut out phone screen time. Like, you know, and I think a lot of people need to do that. Yeah. I mean, and a friend of ours that I was talking with the other day, Oh my gosh, this beer is hitting me. Dude. It's them I'm, bubbles, dog. Th- those small bubbles are making me burpy. Yeah. Like I said, I think it's a little more carbonated. So you're definitely going to get a little more, uh, yeah. Burpy out of it. But, um, I was talking to a friend of ours and she was talking about how, She's, like, going to just delete, like, TikTok and all the soul-sucking social media. Oh, dude. I had to delete TikTok, like, a month after having it. I was like, I'm staying up late at night, Mm -hmm. not sleeping, scrolling for hours, not doing anything else. It was was toxic. It was horrible. Exactly. And it's honestly, it's probably better for you to quit TikTok than to, I don't know. Do something out. Like, quitting that stuff is so much. I don't even know what my comparison was going to be. But you got to quit that stuff. And so, but it's like, if I'm not looking at my phone, I, and if I'm not making excuses anymore, you know, I'm cutting out excuses. So if I cut out social media and I cut out excuses, I'm kind of just left with all this time to read. True. That's what I've been doing. I've been reading a lot about philosophy. I've been reading some, you know, financial books. I've been reading a lot of cool fiction books. And this is before the new year. I like to get a head start. 
because I don't want to put all of that pressure on like the new year. I like to get a little bit of a head start. Yeah, yeah. Start early. It doesn't yeah. have to be the new year. Stop making, stop making Monday the day you start doing shit. How about you do mm-hmm. it tomorrow? Real work starts when you clock off, man. When you get off work, that's when the real work starts. Working on yourself. Yeah. Don't wait till Monday. Use your weekends to be your best self. Don't use your weekends to just resign from your life. And that's another thing. Using my weekends to make my life better instead of just chilling. Right. I've thought about going back to working out in the mornings before work. That's what I do. Because it gives you less time to talk yourself out of going. Yeah. And if you just have it like, like, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you wake up, get dressed, brush your teeth kind of thing. If you just like wake up, drink your pre-workout, you're going to be ready for the gym. Well, whether you want to or not, that's kind of why I started drinking pre-workout was because <laughs> I thought you were about to say, that's why I started drinking in the morning. I was like, that is not going to help you go to the gym. You should try it sometimes. It's a fun time. Um, no, that's why I started drinking pre-workout is because once you take that, you're like, oh, I have to go to the gym. Otherwise my body is going to like, I'm going to start itching and me too. that's exactly why, my, you know, like I, I'm going to have to do something. Otherwise all this energy is going into me like freaking out or whatever like i have to get moving otherwise i'm gonna be and also you just feel like shit if you just sit there after taking pre-workout it's it's not a good place especially the ones with the caffeine in them you're all jittery and itchy and it's like i need to go do something the itchy is like the beta alanine or something yes yeah and you need to work that off for me me too i actually i don't do a caffeinated i don't i do a non-caffeinated pre-workout right now where it's it's just heavy and beta alanine because that's Mm -hmm. all i need out of it anyway i do caffeine but i take mine right when i wake up if i worked out in the afternoon i wouldn't have caffeine in mine which is why i stopped doing it because if you work out at five o'clock at night you're going to be up all night so then i'm taking melatonin to go to sleep and then it's just a whole and this is another thing that's interesting people say that caffeine stays in your system about five to seven hours but that's like the half-life right so if you drink it at noon, if you drink caffeine at noon, five to seven hours, so it's like 7 p.m. when you're trying to wind down for bed, you still have half of that caffeine in your system. And then you take a melatonin to fall asleep. And then seven hours after that at like maybe, you know, about 1 to 2 a.m., you still have a quarter of that caffeine in your system. And like, and then by the, t- by the time it's out of your system, you're awake, and then you're probably drinking more caffeine, coffee to get your day started. Right. Yeah, no, it's just a mess. Like, caffeine is a hell of a drug, and it's got its grips on a lot of the world, honestly. It's and crazy. If you're going to quit anything, you should probably quit caffeine. Yeah, um, I don't... And and start ever, getting more sleep, too. That's the big thing. Ever since I learned that, I stopped drinking caffeine after 10 a.m. And then more sleep, oh my God, and this is another thing. There's a book that I highly recommend. It's called, like, Why We Sleep or How We Sleep or something like that. And it is insane how important sleep is to you. But nobody gets the right amount of sleep. And it takes three days of eight hours of sleep to, like, be good on sleep. Because some people are like, oh, I slept eight hours last night, six the next night, eight, seven the next night. Like, not every person needs exactly eight hours. But you need, like, you need, like, a few days of that consistent sleep schedule. Sleep is arguably more important than exercise, honestly. Absolutely. Diet, yeah. if, you, if you have a good diet and you sleep well every night, you probably don't need to work out. I mean, you should, but you don't need it. You should get in some exercise, but you're better off than a lot of people who don't sleep well and kind of exercise, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, uh, I don't know. Honestly, being healthy is just so important. Like, every time I read about, like, how doing the smallest thing to be healthy, like how much good it does for you. I'm like, what? That's crazy. It's like when you neglect a plant and you're like, oh, it's sad and wilting and you give it a little bit of water and it perks back up. You're like, wow, all you have to do is water it. It's like, wow, all you have to do is sleep. Sleep, drink your water. Drink water. and Eat your food properly. Like eat whole foods. People are plants. Go out in the sun. Drink water, you know. A little bit of care goes such a long way. Hey, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Wow. That makes sense. Yeah. And I mean, you know, and 
Maybe you have something for this, Brandon. Sure. Oh, my gosh. I'm out of breath. Oh, I'm just burping so much from these beers, man. <laughs> it's these bubbles, dude. These bubbles are getting me. But maybe you're in the YouTube sphere. I am. Obviously, obviously our first recommendation of YouTube channels is going to be yours. Oh, thanks, man. Of course. Brandon Churchill on YouTube. Look me up. Uh, how would we find you? YouTube.com slash at Brandon Churchill. You've got great content. What kind of content do we have? Oh, we got, we have seltzer review videos. We've got beer review videos. We got people eating hot peppers, which you're going to be eating one on there soon. Oh, did did you see Colleen comment on your thing? Like, I did oh, see that. Oh, where's my video? Well, and then you sent me a, a video in Messenger that said like, for next year, and I thought it was like you commenting on her comment saying next year. Oh, <laughs> so like, that ah. would have been really, really funny. Um, but yeah, so you're gonna be on there soon eating a hot pepper. I've got spicy challenges. I make food. I do all kinds of stuff on there. I got vlogs. Oh, oh, know, let's everything. talk. Let's talk about that pepper video because when it's up, the people that listen, the people that watch, they'll get the joke. Colleen was a little upset. What I mean. Those of you that listen know our special guest, Brandon. But in the Pepper video, I say, and our not-so-special guest, Colleen. And she Ooh. was like, why am I not special? But everyone else in the room like knew about the podcast. Right. And then they're like, no, 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 no. Don't worry about it. Clearly, she's she like, doesn't listen to the podcast. she's like, no, why am I not special? Go ahead, Colleen. Comment on the Instagram or on the YouTube channel that you listen to this this episode. Nobody tell her. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody tell, tell her. her. We let's, talked about her in this. Let's, but let's see if she listens. Let's see if she listens. Josh, you can't tell her. Yeah, Josh, don't tell her. Because we know Josh listens. He's a of big, big he, supporter of the podcast. He better. If you... To everybody listening, you're cool. And if anyone you know that doesn't listen, they're not cool. Listen. Let them be cool. Invite them to listen. Listen, if you're listening right now, you're in on the ground floor. You're in at the beginning. You get to watch this grow and you get to grow with us. This is some special shit that you're involved in. I know. I'm excited. I mean, I I don't know. Shout out People to all 10 of you that listen to this Shout podcast. Shout out to all. I think we have a more than 10. Oh, my God. We've, no, no, we have one of 58. Them are, one of them are me. So shout out to future me listening to this right now in your cubicle at work. What's up, dog? From what I can tell, we have 58 unique listeners. Wow. Well, I mean, that's across all the things, but, you know, pretty good. Okay. But only one, only the first episode has more than 58 views. So I guess... They all watched the first one, and only some of them stuck around. Oh, but speaking of which, new year, new podcast, new me, new you. I am going to be having us on all of the apps. That's right. Tell them. At least early on in the new year. I'm still getting it all worked out. Some of the, I don't know all the stipulations, but 2023, I my mission of 2023 is getting us on everything. All right. You Where know, are we starting? Well, Spotify might have a thing about a number of episodes. Okay. I'm going to try to get us on Apple Podcasts. 70% of all podcasts listened to, Apple Podcasts. That's where I listen to most of mine. There you go. The only one I listen to on Spotify, Joe Rogan. It's the only one I listen to on Spotify. Oh, Joe Rogan and... um, Call Her Daddy? Another one. I don't don't listen to that. Oh, she... uh, The girl signed an exclusive contract with Spotify. Oh, my God. I, I used to listen to Call Her Daddy, but... I don't know. It just, it's not for me. Like, like it's not like, not for like, Oh, it's not for me, but like, I'm not their audience, you know? And so right. like, but then, and it's, it's good and it's funny. Um, but there's like this insane saga of drama that happened. Oh yeah. Cause like, wasn't it two co-hosts kind of split up or it something? It was two, but then they like, I guess you should just have a special guest all the time. I don't know. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Never commit to a co-host. Jesus Christ. But anyway, it was a crazy thing. They were like kind of fighting Barstool, but then something happened where then they were fighting each other. Right. They, they kind of like pit them against each other. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy, dude. I'm and not going to pretend to know all the stipulations. It's wild. I mean, it's it's really interesting if you want to go back and listen to their first two years of It'll podcasts. be a documentary someday. Probably. But now the, um, the girl, Alex, I don't remember her last name, but she's wildly successful now podcast i'm gonna be everywhere 
you're coming That's everywhere. The I'm coming everywhere. Like if you have a smart fridge, I want to be on your fridge. Yeah. That's a Silicon Valley thing. I'm gonna be everywhere. All right. You're, you you drink your you drink your beer glass? Oh my Welcome god, is that the Jen Is that the Jed and Thomas podcast? Oh my god, I should get QR codes at the bottom of gin um not gin glass uh, like glasses for drinks. Or my viral marketing campaign. Or coasters. That'd be good too. Oh right, right. Let's back up. Remember how I was just texting you about how I need to go on less tangents? Oops. We were talking about YouTube channels. And for the new year, we obviously recommend yours. But what are maybe some YouTube channels that you would recommend? Because I have two. Maybe three. To be the new better you. Okay. I would go with The Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday. As a YouTube channel? Yeah. Okay. He he just has little... I mean, Stoic philosophy... It's a philosophy that maybe you assign yourself to, but even if you're not a Stoic philosopher person, the lessons in it are good. I feel like we have a Stoic coming on the next episode. Well, the word Stoic means something different than Stoic philosophy. Okay. Because Stoic is kind of like detached and emotionless. I wouldn't say that. Well, that's how a lot of people use it. Okay. But it's it's a little different, but it's... Then I guess I'm thinking of the philosophy... But, um, right, so uh, Daily Stoic uh, by Ryan Holiday. And then there's another channel called Better Ideas where mm-hmm. this guy just kind of says, like, he, it, I don't I don't really know how to describe it. Like, it, it's very motivational, but it's just kind of maybe he's just pointing out the obvious, but it's in a very, like, kind of way where you're like, oh, shit, I really shouldn't just be fucking up my life, huh? No kidding. And then there's also a YouTube channel called Struthless. Mm. It's like Truthless, but with an S. Yeah. And it's this Australian guy. He used to be like a drug addict. His He's had a lot of difficulty in his life. His brother had a lot of mental health issues and tried to end it all. And it's really interesting. But he kind of talks about how to be a better you. And he pulls from like his own life. And I don't know. It's just good. So those are my three recommendations. I don't know if you have any off the top of your head. Not necessarily for uh, self betterment but i mean i don't know just anything to bring us into the new year my youtube stuff's really generally just for like entertainment purposes but well, do you have anything that you or i mean i guess it doesn't even have to be youtube but do you have anything you watch or listen to even or any or a show that makes you like damn maybe i should get my ass off the couch oh now one that is like good for betterment and things like that um is uh the power project mark bell's power project um, they're really good with, uh, lifting and stuff and, um, mainly, mainly about the, I mean, he's a power lifter. He did bodybuilding, but he, I mean, they talk about lifestyle. They talk about, they talk about sex. They talk about drugs. They talk about steroids, um, drinking enough water during the day. Like they talk about everything and that's, and they probably actually have had, they might have had that author on that you talked about. I'm not sure, but they definitely talk about stoicism. They talk about all kinds of stuff. You should definitely give them a listen. It's Mark Bell's Power Project. Well, and speaking of stoic philosophy, stoicism, um, like I said, Ryan Holiday, I've just been kind of reading some of his books. Uh, Obstacle is the Way is one of his that I really like, and then Ego is the Enemy is the second one. Oh, another similar similar uh, to those. Sorry, I'm out of breath. I just went down Brandon's stairs. Similar to those would be um, any of the David Goggins books. He just had a new one come out. Oh, dude, that can't hurt me stuff. Yeah, crazy, insane. His like, story's insane. I, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I mean, I don't always line up with all of his. Like, hey, motherfucker, just get up, man. Like, you, you know what? Like, I'm not. Again, I'm not like I'm not his audience. I don't know why not. I, well, no, like I his, his story is really interesting, but like the way he speaks, that's not what gets me motivated. But like I don't really know how. To, like I don't know some of his interviews. Like I'm not like I don't listen to him. Be like, yeah, I'm like all right, dude. Slow well, down. he doesn't like interviews. He doesn't really do them. I don't think. Yeah, but uh, he's he's been on a few. Oh, if you do want to listen to, can't hurt me. 
on Audible. Oh, they do the podcast, they, don't they? Well, they read a chapter or maybe a couple, and then they interview him. Right. So they basically do a podcast after each little bit. Yeah, so that was really interesting to me. But, like, out of any story that just digs deep, like, I didn't even, like, I don't, like, I really don't know how to describe what he went through and wh- how he came out of it. Like, the amount of Like, rough sadness, childhood. Rough childhood, the amount of self-hatred and, like, that 100-mile thing he did is insane. Yeah, it's insane. But And then he talks about... Even after he's this giant figure and all of his success and everything, then he starts being a part-time savage. And it's like, you know, sometimes you got to have those uh, those checkpoints, you know? Yeah. Well, speaking of biographies. Oh, wait, real quick. One other book I'm reading. My, my book's coming out soon? I'm just kidding. One other book I'm reading, speaking of stoicism, is Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, the Greg oh. Hayes version. Yeah, meditations. Yeah, I'm getting into that right now. But anyway, but I was going to talk about biographies. Another thing that... Another one. Another one. What the fuck? Demon was in your throat. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that was... That's those small bubbles, dude. Leave that in, Thomas. I'll leave it in, but I just went to say a word. That was Miller... Yeah, in the middle of your sentence, it was like Miller Light. Miller High Life. (laughs) But um, a biography that I'm currently reading, and dude, just another, here's here's the thing, Brandon, I lived my entire life kind of being like, why am I not filthy fucking rich? Why am I not getting all this success? Like, okay. I'm, I'm reasonable, right? Like, I work at a place a lot of people work to get into. I've gone to school. I, I didn't graduate, but I've gone to school for a long time. I read. I make an okay amount of money, but I was like, damn, how come like these people are doing cool shit? Right. I am reading first man and it's about Neil Armstrong. Oh shit. I had no idea what it took to be great until I read this book, dude. Oh yeah. Getting to the moon. Now that I'm reading about it, it is the most impossible fucking thing that's ever happened. It's pretty nuts. Like, Oh my, like, Neil Armstrong, he had to deal with, like, a lot of death of his friends, like, and he was a pilot. He did, like, he did these insane missions. There's one where he was test piloting this plane, and he went, like, I I don't know the layers of the atmosphere by heart, Brandon. I hope you can forgive me, but he was either in one level or completely outside of it in this plane. Right. And he was trying to go back down, but he was, like, bouncing off the atmosphere. Makes sense. And so he had to, like, find a way to, like, cut through it. Yeah. But him cutting through it was something that, the like, airplane people were like, you're reckless. You know, we can't have you doing that. But that's the only way he could get in. So he was, like, being punished for doing the only thing he could do to survive. And then when he gets into the space program, like... His daughter died around that time or something. Jesus and she was just like Christ. a small child. What is this book called? First Man. Wow. And they made a movie about it, um, Ryan Gosling. Oh, Jesus. I love Ryan Gosling. Throw back to that shit. But um, What was the movie called? First Man. Oh, fuck. Okay. But like, I mean, it, it is just so crazy. The amount of dedication and like there's... Oh, the small bubbles are hitting me. But there's one time, so, as I'm sure you know, so they, like, land on the moon, but to get back up, they have to link with, like, another, like, little spaceship to go back to Earth. Yeah. And so when they were testing that, they launched one spaceship up into space, and then they launched Neil Armstrong and then his friend. I don't remember the friend's name, but he was in the second mission to the moon, I think. Okay. And they were up there seeing, like, if it's even possible to, like, link ships in space and so they link up to the second spaceship or it's like a shuttle or so they didn't know this was gonna work no they they like rigorously tested every single thing up to going to the moon like they tested it before they went to the moon obviously but they they had to test every single thing because they didn't know it was gonna work and the russians were like ahead of them on a lot of things yeah and so they were like guys we gotta you might die up there but we gotta get this thing rolling right 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 and so they link up to the ship, and they start, like, rotating. Oh, no, 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 back up. So they go up there, 
and they can't find the ship they're supposed to link up to. And so he's over there with his little joystick, like jetting yeah, fuel yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. like, oh, man, I, I don't see it. And so Neil Armstrong gets out his little notebook. And they had these notebooks where it's like the Earth and then had all these like rings to show how far apart you are. And he goes, okay, so if that ship was launched here this time ago and then we were launched here, I used this he much He does goddamn trigonometry while he's trying to find the fucking ship. Exactly. So, what the hell, dude? So he's just over there with his little notepad figuring out how much fuel he burned, whatever, and whatever. Mm. And he's like, oh, uh, let me just... Psh, 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 and finds it. Yeah. Insane. And then um, they link to it, and then they start, like, rotating or spinning in this way. Don't give away the whole book. No, I, this is one story. It gets It's it's even crazier. Don't worry. Plenty of people die. There's plenty of action. Oh, my God. Jesus. But so they're spinning in this thing, and they think it's the thing they latched on to. So they're like, uh, look, I'm not trying to spin out of control here and pass out. Because that would be bad. Right. So we're going to detach. But what's actually happening is their little shuttle was the thing that was spinning. And the shuttle they were attached to was the only thing holding them somewhat stable. Uh Uh-oh. So they started spinning. And they ended up going, I think they were spinning more than 360 times a minute. But, like, that's just as far as the meter goes. But they were kept going because there's no, like, friction space. So they just kept going faster. His friend passes out, and as one would, and then Neil somehow like holds it together. But I, I don't know what he does. I don't remember. I'm I'm gonna read it again. It was just so like I'm in the middle of rereading it. This thing is so crazy. But he does something where like he just starts like he turns off like some kind of safety control and just shoots the stabilizer jets out the other way. Yeah. But if they had done that. They would have just spun forever, and if they had passed out, then that'd be it, because they would never wake up, because they would just keep spinning faster. Right. Yeah, and then they, like, he figured it out, and then they got to the moon. It's crazy. And but they so, lived. And that, like, watching that movie, reading the book, and now I'm rereading it again, because I'm like, I need that message again. Right. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do what I need to do to be great now. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to the moon, it's but, not like, easy. I get it now. You got to put in some work. And yeah, dude, so I'm like getting into these biographies because I'm like, they tell you what you need to do. Next on my biography list, because when I was in Arizona a couple of weeks ago, I saw the movie Devotion, and it's about this guy, Jesse Brown. He was like the first black officer, flight captain-y guy. Okay. It's so disrespectful that I don't remember because like his story is insane. Right. But he was like a pilot in the Korean War. Mm. Insane story, dude. Like I watched the movie with a friend of mine, and she just was like bawling in the theater. Wow! Just because it's like so intense. Like camping. Yeah, but no, but it's crazy. But you know, anyway, it's just like, you know, I don't know, man. It's crazy. Okay. But it's like kind of going with our new year, new me. You gotta, you gotta do what you do to be the best you. And that yeah, starts. I mean, you can you can do it on your own for sure, but it, it doesn't like hurt. You, like to you don't have to, to go to the things. moon. You could you li- read to. some books, listen to some books. You know, any, anything helps. Well, anything helps, and maybe we should take, kind of take a moment to talk about motivation a little bit. Like a lot of people say, like this motivation needs to be this, like be the best you. You know what I've been using for motivation lately? Be better. No, I've been using the haters. <laughs> because there are people that say shit to you and it like sticks with you. Haters. You know, like things, sometimes someone will say something to you and you just let that fester as some kind of like insecurity, even if you know it's not true, but like you're going to fucking see you fucking bitch. <laughs> I've got a little personal. I'm my biggest hater, dude. Well, yeah, do it to prove yourself wrong then. If you exactly. hate yourself, then you're going to be excited to trash yourself when you come out on top. <laughs> Fuck and, you, bitch. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, the, the person slowing you down is in the mirror, you know? I don't know. Exes are a perfect example. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, my ex bullied me for this, so then I lost, like, 50 pounds and got hot, you know? That's not the situation I ran into. <laughs> I've, I mean, I used to be fat, but, like, that's not because of that. But I got fat, dude. This is me being fat. This is different I've for got me. A, I've got a little bit of a gut, but I'm working on it off. I'm going on the Stairmaster every day. Oh, but, but anyway, Brandon... 
Use the haters. Use the negativity. Let that push you. And like let that just be a motivation until you build a discipline of being better. That works for some people, but some people the negativity is such a weight that they can't. Oh, well, yeah. No, no. You got to do what works for you. Right. But like I'm using the book about Neil Armstrong You're and the haters. You're using the dark energy. I'm using the dark energy and like looking up to people. And it's just, you know, you need the, you need to look up to people so they can pull you up. And you also need that dark energy pushing you too for me. Thomas likes to go to the dark place. Isn't that when I'm like trapped in my own mind? No. Haven't you seen uh, Get Out? No. The dark places when they like hypnotize you and then you're like in a black no. hole or something? No. Okay, anyway. No. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know. The dark place is the negative energy. The dark, the, the fear, the, negative the, energy. the aggression, the negative energy. That's the dark place. The motivation from the dark place. Anyway, just use it where you got it. But most importantly, it's important to remember this, especially with New Year's resolutions, because like the New Year's motivation, but you need the motivation to build a discipline. Like you use that motivation to build a discipline because yeah, once motivation you a, never lasts. Once you have a discipline, it's a momentum and yeah. it'll just keep you rolling. Like my discipline is as I, I go to work at 7 a.m. every day, I wake up at four, read for the first 20 minutes, drink my pre-workout go to the gym from five to six when I get back shower read like a little 10 page chapter of any of my books and then I go to work right like but I don't want to go to the gym when I wake up Mm -hmm. when I wake up I want to stay in bed but Marcus Aurelius in meditation says something like are you really going to stay in bed or are you going to get up and do the work you were meant to do yeah you little bitch exactly and it's like I don't want to get up and go to the gym but I'm going to do it and you're never going to, like, regret getting up and doing something Absolutely. good. Start your day with a win. Exactly. Start your day with a win. And also, if you wake up 20 minutes before work, you wake up, get dressed, and go to work, the first thing on your to-do list is for somebody else. Right? But if you, like, get up, read a book. If you get up and go to the gym. If you get up and do something, it's a win. And let that first thing you do be for you. yourself and push because also it's like well I already did my thing today now I'm at work then when I get off work I'm going to hang out with Brandon you know like let work be a part of your day don't let it be your day right don't I mean that's what you. I mean that's what I'm doing at least for sure well, those are wise words son thank you speaking of wise words where else can we hear wise words from you Brandon Oh, so, you know, we've got the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Brandon Churchill. We've got the Instagram, that's Brandon underscore Churchill underscore 95. Then we've got Twitter, which I think we determined was Brandon Churchill without the U or something. Yeah, there was a slight typo <laughs> when we announced it the first time. Um, and then, yeah, that's, I think that's, that's it. really it. Definitely go... Like, subscribe, comment on all the YouTube videos. Those are, those are bangers, dog. They are bangers. And um, oh, really it's going to be a couple weeks I got to show old, you something but... before we go. Oh, yeah. I'm here. Um, oh, my God. He's pulled his dick out. I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. This man is literally looking at me wearing a Miller High Life shirt. Did you even know you were wearing that? <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. I, I had to save that for you. I'm really glad you did. That was... You you already saw the shirt I was wearing. Steel City, of course. Well, no, I'm, I'm yeah. wearing my black and gold jacket, and I'm wearing Steel City. I don't know. I feel like New Year's is a black and gold kind of holiday. A gold beer. Yeah, black jacket, lots of gold. gold lots yeah. of gold on New Year's. Um, but yeah, no, I got the shirt for free, but it just it worked out that it was clean. So got the Miller High Life shirt on. Well, there you go. As for me, everybody, you can follow the podcast at Jen and Thomas Podcast on Instagram. And then we are at Jen and Thomas Pod on Twitter. But as for me personally, I am on Instagram at Capt Cool Kid. That is C A P T Cool Kid. And the, well, it's not the, it's just Bad Boy of Botany on Instagram. Bad Boy of Botany. And then if you wanted to follow me on Twitter, which I don't know why you would, I am at Captain Tommy G. There you go. I made that a long time ago. <laughs> but anyway, so, everybody. Oh, sorry. Were you going to say something? 
Happy New Year, motherfucker. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everyone listening. Happy New Year to everyone not listening. It's a new year, new me. New me, new you. New year, new podcast. Same podcast, new year. Same podcast, new year. But new I don't know. Time. I don't know. It's good to see you, Brent. It's been a little bit of a, a little bit of a while. I, I had a little bit of a vacation, and it's just good to see you again, buddy. I'm glad to be going into the new year with you. Oh, it's always a pleasure, Thomas. And thanks for having me uh, as a special guest on the pod. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll work on getting you back in. So I appreciate you fitting me into your busy schedule. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. And anyway, be safe, be kind, drink responsibly. Hey, it, you you know who I'm trying to talk to with that one. You know who you are. And ladies and gentlemen, I think that's it for us. So good night and be safe.